Butcher, along with Spooky Pants. Yellow. We are now on episode five. Yeah, we made it. Definitely made it. Halfway. Halfway there. Halfway to millions. So, so retirement, yep. Um, before we get into today's show, we got some awesome announcements. Uh, number one, we are part of the MTG Cast family now. Yeah. So that's awesome. That's good news. Those guys are great. Uh, mm-hmm. You can find us at mtgcast.com, and you can post comments there. And Please. Listen to some other podcasts, which are almost as good as ours. Yeah, almost. So we want it you takes time. <laughs> to get, to get time. We want you guys to check that out. And we want to thank those guys too. They've been awesome. So. Yeah. Um, check out the metagamestore.com, our first sponsor. Yep. Metagamestore.com. They sell magic cards, singles. Standard, basically. Standard. Some extended. They got some older stuff. The prices are sick. Yep. Check them out. Lowest. Our website is thepowercreeps.wordpress.com. You can always get the latest uh, podcast there. We sometimes we well we haven't written any articles yet, have we? No. Someday. Maybe. Whatever. Maybe we'll get somebody famous. Go go there and you know leave comments and stuff. And today's show, we've got some magic news. A little bit. Not too nothing too great except for the. Well, obviously, all the PTQ yeah. results. And We're going to talk a lot about that. We're going to go into all, most of the yeah. top eights. Yeah. Break it down. Yep. Tell you guys what you should be playing, what you should be getting, all that kind of stuff. No, I'm not going to tell anybody what they should I'm be playing. Gonna all right. We're going to help. We're going to help the listeners. We're going to let them know what's out there, what they're going to be playing against. There you go. We're going to have a new weekly segment, Winners and Losers of the Week. Yep. Um, we each pick a card. Pick a winner and a loser. Yeah. It's more of a card value issue, right? Kind of well, it's just kind of what we think is going to be really popular or really lose value. Yeah, so not necessarily money value, but... It'll be mint. Play value. All right. Which will affect money value. And we're going to go over some comments that uh, some people left about our show. We'll answer their questions and or, you know, we'll talk about their feedback. That's right. I think there's, what, how many? Three? I think we got three. Hey, that's a, that's a start. Yep. And uh, that's that's really about it, so I think we can just jump right into the news. Let's do it. All right. Uh, the first bit of news. All right. <laughs> Chandra. The Chandra Duel of the Planeswalkers deck, deck list is out. Mm-hmm. And, and much like the Garuk deck we were discussing, it is not standard legal. It is. Yeah, it's not. And I'm looking, I'm looking at the Neither of them are. It's, it's just it's awful. I guess it's just supposed. It's based on the Xbox it's, game. It's for people to transition over. Goblin but Piker, Goblin Sky Raider, Cinder Pyromancer, Incinerate Shock, Hill Giant, Lightning Elemento. I mean, yeah, it's it is just like the. It's a wrath. Yeah, it's, it's a wrath. So again, if it gets people to play the game, awesome. Yeah, but you don't want it's. It's like uh, money bags and splat were saying. People will probably take their. You know, the people that are playing the 360 are going to buy these decks. You know, Chandra, Garuk, Liliana. That, there's not a white one for some reason. But they're going to take these decks and they're going to go to... Friday Night Magic? Friday Night Magic. And they're going to just... Get disqualified. Get disqualified right when, they, right when they go in. Yeah, I wish they would have made them standard. They could have easily done that. But they want people to know the cards from the game. Makes sense. I mean, obviously, we'll never get them. We'll never, we'll, we don't care. But it's it's a good thing. New players is good. Yeah. So, but that's really... Well, that's that. That's really that. That's boring news. But yeah. that, it is news. Somebody might care. Uh, the other news is the Rise 
of Eldrazi pre-releases on Magic Online today. Yep. Which That's is, why, what is it, today we're going to have a special show. No, we already did that. It's, a, it's, a, it's our special 15-minute show. Oh, yeah, because we want to go play. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so that's awesome. Oh, that's great. I can't wait to play. In fact, yeah, like yep. you said, as soon as we're done, we're going to go play. Yep, and then we'll, uh, well, next Friday we'll have some results, and I'll have some new decks I'm working on. We'll and... finally get to test some of our decks against other people, as opposed to just building them, you know, oh, some we, of their style. We, we built them, too, and we play-tested them with money bags. Friday nights and stuff, but it's awesome. Well, so we'll and we'll talk a little bit about that before we leave today about what we're gonna do online. But yeah, and the other the, the big news, the only good news, is the fact that we have a, we have some uh, PTQs and some other bigger events. You know, we got some Type Two decks now with Rise of Eldrazi, so we're gonna go right. really into that. Well, let's start. At Hang the on beginning. one second before we get okay. To you're speedy. You just want, you're, you're... you want to go play, don't you? No, I just want to get into the. This is all. This is basically what the show is going to be about. You want the to get the attorney results. You want to get into the meat and potatoes again. I want to get into the eggs and the hammers. <laughs> um, other quick little news notes: uh, the the M11 intro packs are going to have 60 cards. It's not really a big deal, but it's kind of nice. What? The M11 2011. Yeah. Intro pack. Yeah, the intro pack. Starter decks. They're going to have 60 cards. I thought they stopped making starter decks. Oh, not tournament decks. Starter decks. Oh, okay. We're going to have 60 cards instead of 40. Are they... We don't know what they are. cards? Well, they're just pre-made decks, so they're going to yeah. be made from 2011. Hopefully a foil. Sarah Angel? I, I'm hoping. <laughs> foil Siobhan. Oh, that'd be sweet. So there you go. There's that. I'm just looking here at uh, our news sources, and there's really not much else. And you said they actually did announce the green Duels of the Planeswalker deck? Baruch? Yeah. yeah a while. It was the first one, and he... He's the same thing as Chandra. It's, it's a bunch of random crap thrown together. A lot of, I mean, mainly standard, but then there's a lot of just, you know. Oh, and you know, one other thing I wanted to mention, too, is that MTG Metagame is doing the Pack to Power. Have you heard about that? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I've been watching it. I don't think it's I, fair. I think it's cool. I don't think he's doing it right. Have you been, you've been keeping up with it, right? Yeah. Okay, he traded a mountain, a mountain, just a mountain from a Rise of Eldrazi pack for a foil full art mountain, Zendikar. Yeah, and so somebody got, got it just by signing it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, so he's using his yeah. People are helping him out, and you know I I like the idea, but the fact that he's a somewhat of a celebrity, he's getting better trades than he should be. Yeah, well, he was going to do the tip card. Did you hear about that big controversy? That little tip card. Oh, what about? He was going to trade that for somebody for like forty dollars worth of cards. He had like two people bidding on it, basically, and oh, that's, people were getting pretty. That is bullshit. Well, that people is. were getting pretty mad, so he he changed it so he can't do that now. I well, yeah. So I, I mean, think it's. I think this is supposed to encourage people that are like average Joes that you know to go out and trade. And when he's doing stuff that's pretty ridiculous, that I mean nobody else could do. If I went into like. Uh, Outpost 2000, which is a shop around here. If I went there and I was like, "Hey, you know, I got a mountain," you know, yeah, people I have a, a foil Liliana vest. You know, people are gonna be like, "What?" And I'll be like, "Oh no, I'll sign it." <laughs> I have a podcast. I'm famous. You know, they're gonna be like, "Screw you!" <laughs> no way. Yeah, I I don't it's mind. I don't mind it. I think he's it's a good concept. I mean, even if you did half of what he's doing, 
Like, if you could take a one pack and eventually turn into a Jace or whatever. Yeah, I, he started out with Bear Umbra. That was yeah, rare. that was rare as Bear Umbra. He had a wall of omens, which I think helped him, but. Yeah, but. So uh, I, I think it's a, I think it's pretty cool overall. I think it's a good idea. I just don't think, I, I think he's. Because even he's, if he stretches it a little bit or a lot, he's still making a point that you can, you got to trade. I mean, people have to get out there and trade. If you, you can sit and whine about card pricing all you want. But if you're if you're actively trading, like look at money bags. I mean, he can trade like the best. Yeah, money money bags is good. But he's that's what I'm saying. Money bags to me is more realistic. Like if we gave money bags a pack or just a random pack, I'd be curious what he could do with yeah. it. Yeah. But then again, who knows? Money bags might lie. He's a yeah. He's a big liar. He's a known liar. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. <laughs> he like we're gonna watch all the time. He could just be like. Look what I got. He's not going to lie. No. Now if we gave him a special, that could be our first field assignment. Field assignment for money bags? Yeah. Maybe we should. We should get a flat one. <laughs> have them compete. Ruin their friendship. That'd be cool. Yeah. Well, to, no, but I don't know. I think it's cool. And I understand what you're saying. And I, I, I like. Think he's, uh, I think he's aware of that. He, But he's going to, he's trying to get a power nine. So he's going to have to stretch it a bit. I mean, come on. And All right. Well, the bear umbra, for crying out loud. Okay, that's that's your bit of news for that. That's Mana Nation. Well, he, no, it's a guy that he's MTG metagame is. I I don't have his name. Let me pull up his name. He's on my Twitter. Too. Is he? Is, oh, okay. I thought it was. He's got I his, found out. He's got he's his own, yeah. He's got his own blog. Uh, MTG metagame dot com is. I think it's John. Where is he? Where is that stinker? I don't believe in rares. Maybe that's him. I'm on his site here. Jonathan Medina. Medina. Yeah. He, he, oh. And he's on, he posts on Mana Nation. Yeah. So that's why you, where you saw him. So, but anyway, I you know, I think it's cool. Go for yeah. it. Like I said, even if you did half of what he's doing, it's still making a pretty good point. So, otherwise, that's about it. Any other news? I don't know. Um, no, not really. I was going to check some of these other websites. I know uh, MTG-Realm, which is a website that I love, mm-hmm. actually was having a, a contest to see who could make a deck. With the, They wanted somewhat of a somewhat of a standard playable, like, competitive deck that would involve the core Spirit Dancers and I think Eldrazi Conscription, and it looks like that contest is over. So. Is there a decent deck? Do they have a deck list? Yeah, they got something what they, up. What, did you, what do they win? Well, they, they're not a huge site, oh. so so I think it's just basically they whoever whoever built this deck won props. Hmm. But I love that site, man. Really? They, they got uh, you know, and it says it right on there. You know, it's a it's a casual player's study of standard format, which is great because you're gonna get like this this article right here with a sneaky. Uh, Blue and blue and red. Now that's a deck list. I think you would probably run something like that with with the distortion strikes and the kiln fiends and. Uh, how, how do, oh, there you go, sneaky blue red. Yep. I just basically I like MTG Realm just because it's 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 a lot like Gathering Magic. It's a, it's a casual spin on where standard. It's, it's it's casual spin on standard, but th- it's I'm telling you, you look at these. Deck, I mean, and they don't hand you deck lists. It's the kitchen table. Usually they don't hand you deck lists. They'll say, this is a card that you should play with this card and this card and this card. Here's sure. four cards. Make a deck around it. You know, they're not they're not like TCG player. 
which is good. The TCG player will hand you a whole deck list. Well, say, this is what Johnny America, you know, number one is playing. America. He's playing, he's winning all the tournaments with it, so people will build it. Like, I like these sites where it's kind of innovative. Like, it gets you fresh ideas that aren't just running rampant in standard at the moment. People don't comment about how it doesn't be Jun. Like, they don't, they don't get no. jealousy about They're safe. They're safe because they, they basically say we're casual. It's just like Gathering Magic. Well, it's a kitchen table. It's I'd say it's a step above casual. It's that it's that in between, kind of like what we it's, used. To yeah, be. That, that's kind of that's, that's where I'm at basically. Yeah. Like I'm building different decks that can do well. Like Friday Night Magics could take first at a Friday Night Magic, but you know I'm not going to go to a, I'm not going to win a PTQ with my decks. Sure. And that's where Definitely I'm at. Not. Yeah. Cool. No, that's a cool site. I'm looking at it. It's, it is very cool. MTG Realm. MTG Realm, yep. Dot com or is it? I don't know. Yeah. I think. Well, let's find out for a faithful listener. There we go. Yep. MTG MTG Realm dot com. There you go. Yep. Free advertising for them. And I got I I really. And you like have, Gathering Magic too? I have to plug them. GatheringMagic dot com. I have to plug Gathering Magic. They are obviously spoilers. They're great. I know, I know them and visual spoiler. He kind of yeah. started the visual spoiler deal. Well, yeah. there was um, another casual site was doing that before, but he's really on top of it. I mean, he's making up his own card. He's, he's actually making the cards. Yeah, he's set great. editor and uploading them. Well, not only that, but his uh, his predictions. And I don't know. Maybe we could go over those. Yeah, he's too. pretty good. At his predictions as far as upcoming sets have been pretty spot on. Well, he reads. I mean, he's got a fifty about a fifty. 50 to 60 percent accuracy as far as predicting Which the cards. Yeah. He was pretty good. He almost predicted Jace the Mind Sculptor to the to the T. So they're another side. I mean, if you really like like I do, I'm a junkie when it comes to the, like the speculation and stuff. Great site. Yeah, I agree. So check them out. GatheringMagic.com. Cool. All right. No more news. That's about it. That's it. That's it. We plugged a lot of things. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> and now we're going to talk about the basically the well the real news, the big deal of the the, the last week, yeah. which is all big, the top eights we're going to go weekend. through. It was huge. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff, a lot of PTQs. We had a TCG player 5K and a Star City 5K and all that. Well, let's start at the beginning. What's the beginning? The beginning is the Nationals. National qualifiers. Right, right before I went on vacation. National qualifiers. Yep. Yeah. On Friday, okay. there was. I don't uh, have this necklace in front of me. Well, I can just tell you. Okay. I, I, awesome. I have them somewhere. But what was it? Okay, the Germany Nationals qualifier. Okay. Mythic conscription. That's where it made its debut. Well, that came out like the day after we recorded our last. Week. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. So, myth, mythic conscription, which is basically, they just have the uh, sovereigns of Las Delara. And uh, Eldrazi Conscription, and it's just Mythic Band. And it, it took first. It took first in Germany. So, Sovereigns of Las Alaras, where if a creature attacks alone, you can search your library for an enchantment, or an aura, right? Yeah. And then you obviously grab the Eldrazi Conscription. Which won't go off. The Annihilator on it won't go off. Well, because why? the creature's already attacking. Oh, really? But it's still at one of ten. I had to read the Aretas on that. It's like, like a 10-10, though. But it's still, it's, a ten, it's good enough. You're going to win the game. So that was his big surprise. And Did it, he win? He won. He took first. Okay. He beat 
German? Did he beat Naya? He beat everything else. That was a German one. That was a Germany, and then the same Russia. day, the Russia, no. Russia Nationals qualifier, the number one deck was Mythic, without without the Eldrazi conscription. Did they have so, any Eldrazi cards? Just Mythic. Just Mythic one. And, you know, you got to admit, things are different over in Germany and Russia. Well, they obviously Asia. are. I think, uh, uh, you know, I hate to sound arrogant, but usually America's pretty... Pretty at the top of the game as far as magic goes, right? Mm, I don't know. I think Jap- Japanese players are pretty. Yeah. Are pretty strong. I'm. I guess we'd have to go back and look at all the. All the uh, team competitions stuff. Well, they are actually. But I think are. Americans haven't won the world championships in the last couple of years, so. Well, you're right. I think. I but think I think overall, I mean, we're we're just the best country in general. Yeah. I'm just kidding, but I don't know. Uh, someone, to... someone has to leave comments what they think, I guess, if they think we're going to get into politics. Anyway, so now we're going to get to the real, the meat and potatoes, the good stuff. Let's do it. So let's, let's go over these decklists. Well, let's go over... Yeah, you've got them on the screen there. Yeah. We'll start I'll, with... I'll watch you Den- do it. So Denver, this is, oh yeah, this is going to be awesome because we got okay. the... But anyways, let's go to... Top eight. What, 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 off? What's the deck that's missing? Yeah. Top eight. No John. No Jun. That's awesome. No Jun. What else? No Naya. No Naya. Oh, yeah. We're, that's going to be a trend, I think. Yeah, no Naya. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So let's just go over the top three decks. Well, we have number one is Grixis Control. Number one is Grixis Control. Number two is uh, Blue White Control. Number three is Turbo Fog. So let's go into this, this Grixis Control. Yeah, let's just go over the, the number ones. Which this one hasn't... This is this one. It's different than I've your old from the, from the older Grixis decks. Oh, big time. Because it's a, it's actually pretty creature heavy. Well, well, and it's running three gatekeepers, three Sidraxis specters, and three siege gang commanders. Yep. Four Sidraxis, sorry. And Sidraxis is the unearthed guy that makes you discard. Yeah. So he's good. He's always been a card I liked, but I haven't seen him see too much tournament play. But basically, the old Grixis decks had no had what Sphinx of Jar Jar. That was it. This is a really strange deck list. Then it's running Blightling, Cruel Ultimatum, Lightning Bolt, Spreading Seas, Stagger Shock, and Terminates. Yeah. And keep in mind, it's 27 land in it. Yeah. Heavy land, and a lot of the lands, I mean, you got four Creeping Tire Pits, you got uh, two Lava Claw Reaches, so it's, I mean, it's got some man lands in there, too. I mean, this, I love it. I love this deck list because it has a little bit of everything. And not to mention, you get to run, you get to play Blightling, which is always good. Yeah. And then. With the Sidraxis Specters, I mean, you can make them discard even more. And even if you get Blightling yourself, you can dump those in the graveyard. I mean, wow. I mean, it's got a little bit of... Yeah, he's got... I don't know, did you say... Did you mention that there's four Jace in there? Oh, yeah. By the way, there's four Jace, yeah. So now... Oh, the deck's only $400, right? It's a ter- $500 deck. Yeah, four Jace is Mind Sculptor, which is always good, too. Yeah. I've never had Grixis before, so... In the sideboard, surprisingly, I mean, it's, uh, what, two Consuming Vapors, it's got some Counter Squall, Goblin Rune Blaster, Kozilek, Butcher of Truth, Malachar Blood Witches, and Thought Hemorrhage. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know, uh... I don't know what really can hurt this deck. I mean, if what I'm assuming with Jund is it's gonna, you know, it has the Spreading Seas, and the Blightling can hurt Jund, too, you know. Yeah, Rune Blasters can hurt John. Well, the Rune Blasters in the sideboard. Yeah. It's huge. Um, obviously, Siege Gang's... He's, he's a, 
you know, with Jun now running Siege Gang so much and how good that's yeah, been. Some, I don't know. I've seen, I've seen, that's the funny thing about Jun. Like, I've seen top, you know, first place Jun decks with four and then first place Jun decks with zero. So it's. But I, I really like, I mean, Sidrax is. I was happy. Awesome. I was happy to see. And this was in, this was in Denver. Yep. And this guy won, and this is awesome. So, yeah, this is a really cool deck. So we'll, we'll move on. That okay. was. You don't want to do the top. Well, not, no, I think just covering the top deck is fine. Okay. I mean, obviously, with this one, it was... A lot of blue-white control. A lot of... Yeah, it was red deck right. wins was in there, too. Two red deck wins decks. Yeah. And then we had a time sieve, which... Well, did we, we looked at this earlier. It looks like it's basically just the same Tezzer, with the other, kind of a Jacerator slash... Yeah, Tezzeret. All right. So that's Denver, and then we have New York City, and okay, now we got some Jund on here, but blue white control won the whole thing. Yep. And then we have a blue white and green tap out, which I'm assuming we'll look at that in a second. Yeah, a lot of tap out there. That must be a new with the green. Oh, because I see. We'll talk about that in a second. That's a Johnny Vengeance. Yep. So. Blue-white control. Now, is this... Okay, is this the... Uh, we still kind of chat... Oh, no, this is a total... This is a, yeah, this is kind of a different version than what I'm used to seeing. Sphinx. Sphinx of Jar Jar. Uh, four Bane Slayers main. Yeah, which is... Uh, One Elspeth, three Jace Mind Sculptor, three Wall of Omens, two Day of Judgment, two Deprived... Three Everflowing Chalice, one Martial Coup, three Mind Spring, two Negate, three Oblivion Ring, two Path, and four Spreading Seas. So Spreading Seas seems like the the big way to go for card drawing and stuff. Yeah. And that's what everybody's using now. Yeah, what, you're not seeing Treasure Hunt anymore at all. Which is, I, I thought was horrible. Yeah, it's a bad, I don't like it either. So this one is running the Chalices. Because of obviously, because it's Mind Spring and Martial Coup. Yeah. So it's not too much different. It's basically, obviously, you're going to see Wall of Omens in every deck now. Yeah, I, I'm kind of curious why three, though, not four. I probably just didn't have had to cut something. Does he have any other card draw? Mind Spring? Uh, well, yeah. yeah, Mind Spring. Oh, that's that, and then Spreading Seas. And, he, and he's, you know what is funny, though, is he's not running the, whatchamacallit? What? Blue land that that looks at the top three. Alamar Depths? Yeah. What's in his sideboard? Blue Mog, Path, Negate, Core, Sanctifiers, a Jace Bellerin, Flash Freeze, Day Judgment, Social Purge. Yeah, there is no Alamar Depths. That's interesting. It comes into play tapped. A lot of yeah, people, but do you really do you care? Guys, this deck, there's care. no one drops in this deck. Well, he's not. Well, he's running Deprive. Yeah. That's kind of something to note. A lot of blue blue and white players aren't running Deprive. This guy took first, so maybe that's a trend you'll see. Interesting, yeah. Two-day judgment, too, and one Marshall Coup. So he's only got three board wipers. Yep. Hmm. Well, the Elspeth is new. Well, not really new. No, I think Elspeth's been in blue and white control. Oh, has it for a while? Yeah. The Sphinx is something we haven't seen too much. Interesting. Now, what's this blue... Second place here. Tap out. It's blue, white, green, and red, but it's only green because it has... Oh, no, it's got Bloodbraid Elf. It's, yeah, it has Rocks, Warmonk. Really different. Johnny. Wow, so it's a four-color deck. 
it's almost like a spread em slash mythic kind of. Boy, this is a weird deck. Two Ajani, four Blade Slayer, four Blood Braid, one Elspeth, yeah. one Gideon, two Jace, Mind Sculptor, three Rocks, three Wall of Omens, four Arden Please, three two Day of Judgment, three Oblivion Ring, and four Spreading Seas. Uh, this is crazy. Well, can you guess why it's called Tap Out? Well, they tap. Well, no, I don't know why this one's. Because you're tapping them out, maybe. Yeah. Well, you're tapping them out with Gideon and a Johnny. Yep. Yeah. Well, and then you got the Springsies. I guess the Bloodbraid Elf is gonna is gonna get you into. Maybe Ardent Plea, which will get you into. Well, it's gonna get you a Wall of Omens. Spreading seas. seas. Yep. Interesting. Yeah, that deck looks pretty interesting. It's kind of like, to me, it looks like a junk deck. I mean, which is got second place. It's it's a mix of just a bunch of random crap, but it it did well. Yeah, I mean, second place in twenty seven lands again too. By the way, yeah, obviously, really well. I think I think with that, you're looking at the uh, the, the fetch lands. You got the man lands, and you got this is a four colored deck, yep. so you're, you're going to need a lot of land. Yeah, because like the next deck, the third place is the actual tap out where you're running, you know, the mind spring and the martial coups. And ever flung chalice and I don't know. Oh, you think it might? Uh, is it called tap out because you tap out all your mana for well, the chalice for both. the mind spring? Well, this one's called tap out because it you're not countering. There's no counter spells. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, fourth place was Jund, and then we had a here's another Grixis control fifth with no creatures. And this is completely different than the one that we just got first. It's got no creatures, one or three Jace. And it's trying to like consume the meek. Me vapors. Yeah. yeah. This is more like the old school. It's got mainland. It's got mainland, so it's got it's got something. It's okay. I like the other one better than. Like the you, I, I'm surprised you would actually like the one with creatures in it more than you would that the one without. Just so well thought out, the way he did it. Yeah, I mean, gatekeeper. All right, Midwest. Oh, we care about Iowa. No. Yeah, sense. we care about them all. Jun. Jun, Jun. Jun's big in Iowa. Iowa. Like. People love Jun. Interesting, too, is that, well, I don't know, what the hell's up with Iowa? They got a polymorph made into the top eight, and uh, Eldrazi Green actually made into the top eight. And polymorph is just, it's just the green, white, blue. Actually, there's no white, just green and blue. The only yeah, just green. So, we don't care about the Jun. And then we got another PTQ in Cincinnati, and here's the tap out blue white deck. It's gonna probably look like the non counter spell one that we already saw. This well, is the first. Did you skip the Jund one? I mean, is that Jund deck any different? Who cares? I mean, did they add anything? Is it? We'll go back. I uh, main deck Goblin Rune Blasters. Well, yeah, it's a lot different. Four oh, Lotus oh. Cobras. Four Putrid Leech. Three Siege Gangs. Three Nax. Eldrazi Monument. So it's not typical. Oh. It's pretty different. Cool. Well, you got to give it to. Well, we got to talk about all the winners. No, I agree. All of them. (laughs) Jeez. Okay, so we're looking at back to that. So now we're in Cincinnati. Cincinnati deck. Which is tap out. This is the same thing as before. Yeah. Where there's no counter, no counter spells. No counter spells, but it has a lot of mana fixes and card draw. We got a red deck of wins in second. Which has a Cargon Dragonlord. It's going to have the Cargon Dragonlord, and I'm sure you have the Devastating Summons. Four Devastating Summons. That seems a bit much. That's a win condition. 
And it's yeah. it's something where if you even if you had it, I heard it's like a panic mode win condition though. Well, not if if you have a goblin bushwhacker and a devastating summons, you're good shape. Yeah. Um, the thing I don't understand about these red decks is why you're not seeing more ball lightning, but well, because he's just ball lightning. So still, and I mean he sucks against the first strikers, but he kills over a wall of almonds. And the dragon lord, this guy's got four dragon lords, so he. He really likes him. Well, yeah. I think it's good. Everybody does. Well, second place, so. Third place, Jun. No, this is your run. Oh, no, we're getting. We're all main deck. Oh, main deck like... Rune Blaster now. Yeah. Which makes sense, I guess. Rates of Abundance, which has been popular for a while. Polymorph is in fourth. Fourth place in Cincinnati. And it's really the same list you we're all seeing. The blue-green. None of them are running your uh, Sarkon Vol yet. <laughs> I'm I'm waiting patiently. Yeah. I'm waiting for a while. So that's that. That's pretty much the rounding out is the mythic conscription again. Okay. That won't be around too long. I think that was a surprise factor. I agree. But it was good. We still haven't seen any Naya, have we? In the to any top eight? None. No Naya. Mm -hmm. Naya is dead. It looks like. <laughs> now we have. Uh, where are, where are we? Doesn't tell me what city we're in now. Let's go back. Boston. Baston. We have first place Mythic deck. Mythic making a big comeback, really. Yeah. And, you know, Gideon's in the mix. None of the Valkyries in there. Yeah. Yep. Uh, let's see. Thornling, Finest Hour. Nothing really too different. So no. that doesn't have the conscription count. No, Vengevines. No Vengevines either? No. Why would it... Is Vengevine even going Mythic? Ah, hell no. Oh, okay. I don't know what deck it goes in. Next, second place is a blue-white control deck. Actually, this is this is the uh, Super Pals deck, right? Oh, Super Buddies. Is it Super Friends, Super Buddies? Super Pals. Super Pals. This is the one that, uh, which was, was it the Star City, which we'll get into? This is the, the guys that got first and third. At the... Uh, Star City Games. Oh, yeah, in that one. And this has got 12 Planeswalkers. Yep. So it's it's a cheap deck. It's for new pay, new players. <laughs> yeah, it's a Conley Woods deck, which is, I mean, you got to give Conley Woods credit though. He was he was building decks like this like six months ago when. Well, I think you're being you're being sarcastic. You're being sarcastic because Conley Woods built these types of decks before, and everybody would complain about how they're so expensive everybody. and. Oh come on. Yeah. yeah. And he, we love Conley Woods because he actually makes different decks. Yeah. And honestly, you know? he, was a, he was a little bit ahead of the curve, I think, on the Super Pals deck. Obviously. So there you go. So don't flame him. That's right. Respect the man. So it's three of Johnny Vengent. Ven, Ven, I don't know. Someone needs to tell me how to pronounce this guy. Vengent. I used to call him Johnny Vagrant. Yeah, I know he did. <laughs> Can you believe that? There's no R in it. He's a hobo. He's a hobo. <laughs> uh, three Elspeth, three Gideon. Three Mind Sculptors. That's your Planeswalker package. Yeah, Which, 12. I was watching them play. I was watching on the GG's live coverage of the Star City. This deck is pretty sick. So, I mean, can the Wall of Omens really protect them? I know a, a Johnny Vengeance it, tapping out their creatures. Yeah, it can. I mean, it stops Trinax, you know, that kind of stuff. Elspeth making tokens. Elspeth, well, I saw a lot of strength. like it'd be really weak to flying. Yeah, but I mean, it, that's I mean, why I, I have all the removal stuff. That's why you got a Johnny. Pass yeah. the ring. 
Yeah, and exactly. With a Johnny Vent, you know, Venigent, whatever, yeah. tapping yeah. down something is huge. Got the colonnades too, yeah. I mean, it's kind of thick. And what people were doing is like with Elspeth, they would make tokens, make them fly, make one token, make it fly, which pumps her up, and then do her ultimate, and they can do a judgment anytime they want. Yeah. And they would just kill you with like three tokens. It was seems pretty slow. It must take some damage. I'm guessing it must. It must get down there at the beginning. Yeah, but it's not. The format's not. I mean, look at maybe because Red Deck wins. I mean. But if you're playing Jun, Jun doesn't do crap till turn three. Yeah, that's true. You know, and, and the Wall of Omens does help. Yeah. It sure does. So that's a that's a sweet deck. So that got... Where are we at? That's fourth place in Baston. Then we have... Ooh, a, ooh here's a new deck. Ooh, ooh. Zoom. Fifth place. That's no, Band Trap. Oh. Bant Trap. I can't talk. I'm assuming it's Summoning Trap. Yep, four Summoning Traps. And, oh boy. Four Bane Slayers, two Birds of Paradise, two I- so Iona's one of the car- big cards, two Jace Mind Sculptor, four Nine of the Relkyrie. Wow. Four Lotus Cobra, four Noble Hierarch, two Palaka Worms, which is good to see, two War, war Monks. And then Sphinx, God, I can't talk. Sphinx, Sphinxster of the Steel Wind. Flying, wow, this guy's flying for strike, vigilance, lifelink, protection from red and green. And Bant Charm, Gross Spasm, and of course, four Summoning Traps. So I'm assuming they just ramp into Summoning Trap. And if they play that Sphinx, good luck. That's a pretty cool deck. Got fifth place. So Sphinx of the Steel Wind is their big wind condition, I guess. It's what does nasty. it do? Flying first deck vigilance, lifelink protection from red and green. So protection from Jun. Yeah. Except for well, basically almost everything in Jun. Yeah. Not a bad choice. Nope. But that Palaka Laka worm what was good. What was the place? This was in, this was fifth place. Fifth, yeah. Oh, who cares? All right. So let's move on to the Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City. And the reason we're going through all these is because they're all different. That's what's yeah, so yeah. awesome. And here we go again. No Jund. No Jund. Not a single. Holy blue-white control. <laughs> yeah, pretty much all blue-white. Looks like they love blue-white control on Salt Lake. <laughs> How many are in there? Let's just look. Four out of eight. And then you have Mythic Conscription as the first. Yep. First place, and again, I don't see anything too different. So it's the Sovereigns of Lost Alara yep. with the uh, Eldrazi Conscription. I think some Magosis in there. It's kind of yeah, interesting. Yeah, that's kind of different. Mm-hmm. Nice. And then we have a Band Control, which, which is, is not Mythic, I guess, because... It's not a lot of creatures. Actually, it's, there's it's four Wall of Omens, that's it. Yeah, no creatures. Three Elspeths, three Garrick... Three mind sculptors for the planeswalkers. Yep. Uh, nothing too different. Some counter Luminarch Ascension main deck. There we go. There we go. I know. I know you like that. I like that too, actually. I, He's I running Treasure Hunt. Oh, uh, gotta go. Ooh. So that's pretty cool. And then, like you said, it's just all these blue white control decks. And Time Steve made it to third place. And there's one new deck on here, which is sixth place. Turbo Emiria. Turbo Emiria. And this is what the Emiria, the Sky Ruin. Yep, just, okay, yep. And he's just trying to get 
He's got mono white cartographers, which, which I like. Yep, photographers in it, sky fishers. The lone missionary is kind of surprising. Yeah, I, I guess if you sky, you know, you, you, it's well, it's it's card advantage. Well, you use your sky fisher on it, and you can get eight life. Pilgrim's Eye, interesting. So they're just trying to get a, bu- a bunch of planes out so they can use their Sky Ruin, which gives them a creature every turn. Well, yeah, and it's obviously with, with any of these Sky Ruin decks, you don't care if your creatures die, you're going to board wipe. The Sky Fisher is in there, not for not for the Lone Missionary. The Sky Fisher is in there for the Sky Ruins, for when they get Spreading Seeds. Oh, that's a good point. So that's why you run those. Yeah. Boomerang them, get them back. Yeah, very good point. Expedition map. And, and you're right, because it's got four-day judgment. And yep. Marshall Coup, so they're wiping the board. They don't yep. care. Yeah, I, I actually ran, I ran the deck. You remember my uh, my awesome my awesome Sky Ruin deck yep. online? Yep. It was basically basically the same thing. World Queller. We used to run World Queller. Yeah, I ran World Queller in my awesome. own day. It's a good card. I didn't care if they killed it. Yeah. Because he's coming back anyway. <laughs> so that's pretty neat. So there's Salt Lake City. Montreal. Let's do Montreal. Oh, look at this. Number one. Polymorph. Polymorph. Number one. Let's go look at it real quick. And this, again, is just a blue-green variant. No, nothing really different. Well, the thing is, I wanted to ask, too, is, oh, actually, there's one major difference, and that's... Vines of Vast. The Vines of Vast, which it's is... It's only running two. Yeah, but that's perfect, because it can save your token. Yeah, but... So that way, because it's only... It's only it's not shroud. It's only stuff that your opponent can target. I, I get that, but still two. So what? Two Talk. seems pretty low if you really if you really. Yeah, but if you if you have it, you know, if you need to wait to get it, you can draw for it. I, obviously, yeah. it helped. What about his sideboard? Because that's probably where the big difference has got to be. Larry Morocco, flash freeze, two fog, ice cage. Hmm. Uh, not nothing too crazy. A spell pierce. Mind control. And the Telman performance for the mirror. For the mirror match, yep. Unsummons. Uh, yeah, and then, you know, the other thing I was going to ask, too, is a lot of these guys are running to explore. Yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. I it's actually, I think it's really good for Poly- It must you want, be. You want the card draw, and then you get to dump lands to accelerate oh, accelerate into Polymorph. You dump so. in, like, a Kalani Garden off Explorer, that's huge for you. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, you just want to ditch all those lands. You want to get them out. You want to be able to go... As fast as possible into that polymorph. Well, obviously, the Vines of Aswin must have made... Oh, and he's running Spreading Seas, too. Yeah, I think they all run Spreading Seas. Oh, are they seas? all running it? Yeah. So the Vines of Aswin is a pretty interesting tech. That may be what pushed it over, in my opinion. It could be. Because what's nice, like, for example, if I counter a Lightning Bolt, they could play another Lightning Bolt. Yeah. If you do Vines of Aswin, you know, I guess they could they could respond and still kill your token. But for the rest of the turn, you they can't target it. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. But that's it's, that's first place, Polymorph. Yep. So that's a good sign. Second, third, both Mythic decks. Yep. Mythic Conscription was second. Yep. Third was just basic, regular Mythic. Fourth yep. place, John, and we'll take a quick look. This is Dark just, on the Mad. Well, Sark on the Mad's in it, but it's really run of the mill, right? Besides that. Sark on that's about it. So he did get some play in John's, which makes me happy. Right? <laughs> I, he, to me, he's a no-brainer in John. But and did we we didn't do Denver right last but not well, least? We did Denver. We did, oh yeah, that was the Grixis control. We started at the bottom, then he went back up to the top. Yeah, that makes sense. That was smart to do. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have the 5K. This is the TCG player 5K. Okay. And this is where 
nothing big. And this was a little earlier, too. This was before the PTQs. Yeah. And this is where you had Jund in first place. Yeah, but the only difference is, what, four Siege Gangs? That's pretty standard now. Is it? Yeah. A lot of the Jund are doing that. Uh, the Blue White Control. Second and third is Blue White Control. This is the same old stuff. Well, a lot of guys are running the Jar Isle Sphinx, so. Hmm. Pretty interesting. And then you round it out with, uh, you have a red deck wins, Esper Control. Oh, actually, we got one deck that we got to talk about, the Brilliant. Wiley Coyote. <laughs> I don't know why they called it that, but Brilliant Esper is a better name. Well, the guy that made it calls it Wiley so Coyote. So this deck is using Brilliant Ultimatum, Yep. which is the seven casting cost Ultimatum Esper one. Yep. And you remove the top five cards of your library from the game, and then you put them into two piles. Yeah. And then your opponent gets to pick one pile. Whatever pile they pick. No, you get to pick a pile. Oh, your opponent your opponent puts them into two piles. Yeah. And then you pick one pile, and then you get to cast the, you actually get to cast them without paying their mana cost, which allows you to actually cast Imrakel. Yeah. So yeah, if you have Imrakel in any of the top five, no matter what piles they separated you into, win. you're grabbing Imrakel and you win. Sweet. Very. Count, the big thing with that though is it counts as you casting them. Exactly, yep. So. So that's why the up has got three Imrakles in it. Yep. Uh, it's got one Elspeth. It does have four Mind Sculptors, which is huge for the... You yeah, know, heavy it. Planeswalkers. You're seeing a lot of heavy Planeswalker decks. And then Liliana Vest, which is obviously so you can search your library for a card. Yep. Put it on top, no-brainer, which is great. So, yeah, very cool deck. So Brilliant Ultimatum, and yeah, they were calling it Wily Coyote. We don't know why. Wily Coyote. But uh, it's... The real name is... Better watch out for the Roadrunner deck. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the nemesis of it. Yeah, the brilliant Esper. So that's a really cool... That, but that, you know, it did get, what, sixth? But yeah, at least but, there's some new tech there. But not... Uh, then again, I thought it took first in... Uh, no, that's the only time I've seen that. Really? I thought it took first at the... Uh, Star City. Here's the Star City. Oh, okay. This is Super Pals. Super Pals got first, and then Ben Stark took it to third. And second was Jund. And the Jund deck here, pretty pretty run-of-the-mill. Yep. Same old crap. Same old Jund. Same old Jund, my pants. <laughs> and we have got in the top eight, looks like a Polymorph. Well, looks like ninth place. Nothing too crazy there. Some soccer more. Was I right? Was I right? I mean, it was. It's basically on par with Esper. Yeah, I agree. So That's about the effect Polymorph is going to have on standard. So there you go. Well, we do have one more Detroit. Jun. Jun is first. We're going to look at that, and again, it's the same list. Same old. There's a few differences we're not going to get into. Blue white tap out mythic. Another blue white tap out of the top four. There's a four color control deck, which is just again looks like well, what would you say this is? It's four colors. Uh, it's a junk. This is definitely a junk yeah. deck. Yeah. Well, it's it's almost exactly like that other deck list we were looking at. Oh sure, spreading seas are in place. But the only thing is different is traumatic visions. I've never seen that main deck. Yeah, that's the counter spell that you can use. You can basic land cycle. Not a, yeah. not a bad card. No. I mean, for four a four color deck, I can kind of see it making sense. Then if you want to counter with it later on, go for it. It's five mana to counter though. Yeah. But it's not you know, 
down the road, who cares? Okay, so that's kind of what happened over the last week, and it, it, it's really telling. Yeah, I think it's, I mean, we could almost go into our winners and losers and then just explain. Well, let's, go, let's finish this up, because that's, well, that's a whole segment. we got to be professional. All right, let's do it then. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the first thing I think we should talk about, my biggest thing, and I think you said this too. Jund, Jund is not as as big. Oh, that it, well, that's that, that's sure. one of the things. I know what you're going to say. Well, I'm going to say about Naya. Naya just—it's gone. Ed, yeah, there's not even any of the topics. We didn't see a single Naya, did we? Nope. Why? Well, I think I think the thing is is that Naya initially—I don't know if it has anything to do with Benjamin, but I think Naya initially started taking out Naya the Reliquaries to throw in the Benjamins for the slot. Yep. And I, I don't know. I don't know if. If Night of the Reliquary even would have made a difference. I think what it boils down to is that with, with Night, you got a lot of creatures that are just going to get Day of Judgment. I mean, all these control decks just basically hose So Day of Judgment. You got, you got, you're tapping out all these creatures with the tap out decks. I mean, it's just, what can you do? So the Day of Judgment being in over half the decks now yeah, is like, probably like, a big reason. Like we were saying, I mean, it, yeah, okay. It will have almost. A, a, nor, a normal tactic for for Naya is, yeah, if there's if there's going to be some board sweep, you just hold on to the Arranger Vios. Mm-hmm. Just hold it in your hand. They board sweep. You play it. Now they can counter it. Now they're going to counter it. So you're just sitting there like. Well, and then with Wall of Omens, you know, Wild Nakatl is kind of a dead card. Wild Nakatl, yeah, exactly. And Night of the Valkyrie is pretty much dead until you can pump it up. Yep. Which isn't hard, but obviously though that's it slows you down a turn. I mean, there's no question that Nia is a life support. There's no question. I mean, there wasn't a, like you said. A, I don't know. I don't. I really would be surprised if somebody could make a version of Nia that can deal with it. I wouldn't be surprised, but it's just, you think? Well, it's going to be a completely different deck. Yeah, that's true. And like you said early, you know, right away that just Jun is not. It's not the deck to beat anymore. I mean, no, it looks. It's at least looking the, that the way. The playing field is level now, which I like. It, yeah, there's only no one deck that dominates. Jun is not doing horrible. No, it's doing good still, and it, it it'll it'll adapt. I think the thing too is that this was the first weekend where you did you saw a lot of different things, and Jun's used to dealing with you know um, the same old the same the you know Naya and yeah blue white control. And now, remember too, a lot of people play Jun, and it still didn't do. Like over, like super well, no, so that's a good you're, sign. You're gonna get, well, you're going to get these jump players that that are going to adapt, and and their decks are going to be. I mean, obviously, you know, they're going to run. They're going to run to rest. You know, they're going to run different cards to. You know, or like they, well, they can't really deal with the planeswalkers, right? Except they have to try to direct dress. Well, I'm talking about even before you know adding new cards. I mean, all they can really do is Maelstrom Pulse. Yeah. Or try to you know bolt. But a lot of these planeswalkers are going to come in. What Jace comes in is what four plus two, six. Yeah, so, and that's why I think like duress or not not Inquisition really. Inquisition mm-hmm. would be a good sideboard for Naya or something. <laughs> but uh, you think duress duress isn't going to be a main board though? You know if if the format stays the way it is, where it's really control heavy. I mean, obviously you want to get rid of their planeswalkers, and that's pretty much the only way Jun can do it. Unless they start running hex mages, which wouldn't be a bad idea. They almost might want to consider hex mages so they can, because you don't really want to bloodbraid into a duress. Well, you bloodbraid into a hex mage. Yeah, but at least a hex mage, you can have a creature on the board. Yeah. And you don't have to use it if you don't want to. 
But then again, who knows? Yeah, it's it's good. It's a good thing. Yeah, you might see vampires do a little bit better now if it's going to be such a heavy Not control. No, no mono black control. Nothing. Nothing like that. I was kind of sad. Black and green. But I don't know if anybody really even tried it. You think I was I was happy to see a mono white deck in the top oh, eight. That was a cool deck, yeah. That's an old deck, but it's. I think it was just surprise factor. And then Polymorph, you know, we've been watching that deck. And the thing, too, Polymorph, when I've been reading a lot of forums on TCG Player and a lot of different sites, from what I was reading on, on at Friday Night Magic's, Jund was getting owned by Polymorph decks. I mean, I, I heard crazy, crazy statistics like, and, and don't quote me on this, this is just something I've been reading, where I heard up to like 70% win ratio with Polymorph against Jund just because... Turn four, if Jund isn't holding any removal, or they tapped out to play a blood braid or something, it is it's game over. There's nothing yeah. they can do to deal with it. It makes sense. They, they don't have O ring. They don't. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing they can do to deal with an Emrakul. So, well, yeah, that, then that's the thing. Emrakul's better against Jund than Iona. Yeah, because Iona, no. Iona, it's hard. You got to. I mean, if you call a certain color, I mean, you're gonna call black. Yeah, Iona. The only thing they can really do is double lightning. No, they'd have to triple lightning bolt. They'd have to. They'd have to triple well, bolt. siege gang and lightning. siege gang get around it. Yeah, yeah it's different things, but it's still tough. Like but you said, with the Morocco in play, there's nothing they can do. There's nothing, you know, because yeah, he'll, 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 he'll attack next turn, and it's annihilating time. It's what six permanents is done. But polymorph is still tough because any type of disruption can. Pose it, like you're saying. Polymorph is going to have a hard time against all these control decks. There's, there, it, it's even less luck. The last one is a interesting idea. I'm going to have to explore that. Roll Vines is a great card. I have to when I play. Uh, I play Eldrazi Green also. It's uh, you. It's almost a must. You have to run it, or else creatures are going to die. Yep. And it's nice too because you can. Uh, it, I mean, it's you can almost go lethal on it too. I mean, pumping it up for. So what else we didn't? What else didn't we see? So we obviously we didn't see any vampires or black. No vampires. I didn't see any vampires. Um, no allies. Oh, does that surprise you? Yes, I was shocked. <laughs> wow. Anything else? We were you thinking we we're gonna see? I mean, there was those green white yeah, decks I mean, with the vengevines and all that. White deck that was gonna take over for Naya. Yeah. And it, I didn't see a well, single, single one it's topic. It's because Lone Lion isn't enough to do it. And if Wild Mikado can't do it, Lone Lion can't do it. And two, three. No. I mean, I never, I wasn't too impressed with those decks, anyways. I was, I'd, I've done some solitary with them, and they just, they were just okay. Yeah, I think Vengevine. I think people are finding out that it's a lot harder. Uh, it's just like what was it, Teleria's Battalion? Oh, well, yeah, but yeah, that it's was pretty much like, yeah. like Teleria's Battalion was way back in the yeah, day. Yeah, they have a green spell. Yeah. If it was the second green spell that turn, you could play it already. Yep. And it, it's pretty much the same condition as far as getting him back out is. It's tough. It's conditional. And that you don't want conditional stuff right now, you know, in standard. You have to... Yeah. Have I mean, you can, build, you can build a deck that'll make it, you know, a, a, a better chance of it going off. But, yep. but then again, then you're building around the card. And, it's, and then we didn't see... Momentous Falls, really? Did we? Didn't see any Momentous Falls. Didn't... Surprising. Obviously, no, you know, consuming vapors stuff like that. That was all side. It was sideboard, like we kind of figured. Well, no, the Grixis deck was main decking. I don't. No, he wasn't main decking. 
Was One it? of the Grixis decks. The the creatureless Grixis deck was main deck. And oh, sure. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because I was Denver. We love Denver now, by the way, because they had a Grixis deck. Well, you do. You're a big Grixis guy. Yeah, he didn't run any. He sideboarded Consuming Vapors. Yeah. And Counter Squall, which is good. So, that's the thing I like about that Grixis deck, too. The sideboard is just, it's amazing. Yeah, can deal with just three Blood Witch, two Thought Hemorrhage, you know, for Polymorph. Blood Witch is about the only vampire action. Yeah. And it's all sideboard. I like that. Um, that deck wins was surprising. Yeah, I mean, it's it actually. It's always it's, it's the way it's always is with red deck. It's always gonna be in the top eight. It always is. It's always there, but it, it doesn't gone. win. Yeah, white weenie, we knew that was toast. That was gone. Yep. We knew that was gonna be toast because you're gonna play white blue, or you're gonna play. Well, no, because you, if you're gonna do a swarm deck, not, you're gonna do like white weenie. Gonna, Why not? It's obviously not. Red deck work. wins. Swarm. Well, yeah, but red deck wins works because the creatures don't stay in play anyway. Some of those red deck wins were, I didn't see a lot of Hellsparks or, I was seeing a lot of the, uh, the Cargon. Look at the guy that took first place. He was running Cargon, Dragonlords. He's running Rune Blaster. He's running permanent creatures. Was that in Boston? I'm trying to find it. Well, and he also had, they no, it was up. It was up. Yeah, I think it was New York or. Iowa. That was, Iowa's Jun City. That's what we're going to call Iowa now. Yeah. Okay. Judland. If second place won. Good enough. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Goblin Guide. None of them are permanent. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're all permanent. I mean, and then Stager Shock. I bet Stager Shock's awesome. Stager Shock's been getting a lot I bet of time. awesome. Yeah, he runs Searing Blaze. Well, Searing Blaze is good too. If he's running, he's running the. He's running some weird. Interesting. Yeah, Burst Lightning. Yeah, there's a Geopede. So he must. Yeah, he's running. Yeah, but no, you know what I'm saying? Like no Hell Sparks, no. None of that. Yeah, that's true. Not your typical. So, so a day of judgment could really hurt the deck. You would but think. It's fast. It's, it's just fast. fast. You're right. It's just really fast. There's no card draw either. There's nothing to accelerate it into. Well, on the sideboard, he does have Hell Center in the sideboard. So maybe yeah, that's just control that, that's card. His, that's for the day of judgment, yeah. Um, Unstable footing for the Firewalkers. Yeah. Forked Bolt and Fort, Fort Earthquake, which again is... Really, just for any type of weenie, which he probably he probably didn't use that a lot. <laughs> no. no, none of the none of the um, token decks we thought we'd see either. You know. Oh, I didn't. You know, I was thinking more in limited. I wasn't thinking. You'd well, you didn't think you'd see like like the uh, Emrakles Hatchers. No, guys. not that crap. Well, more, more white tokens. Captain of the Watch. Oh, I didn't know. That's white weenie. I didn't kind of stuff. No, I didn't. I thought white weenie was dead. Yeah. I didn't think there's there's no way. I don't see it. No, no green. If you, could, if you could make a white weenie deck and combo it in with the Sky Ruin and the the Sky Fishers, you might have a chance. Yeah, it appears that that's what the way that White's headed is more of a just ramping up. Sky, the, the sky Ruin. Good, it's so sky necessary. Ruin is, it's a good card. Well, it's so necessary. And you have to play a mono white with Sky Ruin. You can't splash it with blue or anything it's like that. Tough. Because you need to have, what, seven planes to just get it online, so. It looks like with control decks now, the 27 land thing is really, really coming. I, you know, I mean. Christian, I mean, that's. I can understand because they're three color decks. Well, and you got the man lands. And the man lands, exactly. I mean, those are your creatures. You got to pay mana. You got to pump mana into them, so. You got to run a lot of land. 
not a lot of tectonic edge floating around either. And I, yeah, the same reason. I, I saw a few. You? I saw well, a few. because you need the mana. I mean, you can't have colorless mana on a three-color deck. And you can, but it's tough. So what what do you like? What's your favorite new deck, you think, of all the ones that you've seen? Your favorite? My favorite new deck? I mean, you're probably not going to build it, but which one do you like? You know, I'm happy that, that Grixis controls back. In a way, you know, I hate. I used to hate playing against it, but <laughs> it's a nice. It's a nice change from Jund. Just, just still got Blailing in it. Still got Blailing. <laughs> in it. But yeah, that's probably my. Fa- I, I don't know if it's my favorite. What about that brilliant ultimatum? That was pretty sweet. That was sweet. I like that. <laughs> I think that was good. But I, you know, I have to say, Super Pals probably. Yeah, that's that deck is good. But is it going to last though? Is it was it a surprise issue or? It was to me. To me, I I need to play the deck. I need to just proxy it up and, and play it because to me it, it seems having so many planeswalkers. It's a, it's such a top heavy deck, you know. I mean, I understand Wall of Omens is your early defense. Yep. But how many Wall of Omens are you going to get out of game? Yeah. Maybe one. Well, but then maybe again, two? You, but you take a beating. I mean, that's what I'm saying. You, so you got to be taking a beating. But look, let's say you cast out Elspeth. You know, you make a token, so you got to chump. And then next turn, you cast out a Johnny. I mean, it, it just to me, it seems. I know planeswalkers are dead. Adds up quick. Yeah, Those add up quick though. When you're now, you've got two free spells every turn. Yep. I mean, I, I saw I saw people playing it. It's sick. I've played I've played planeswalker decks before. Yeah. They, I kind of laugh at them because it's. But it, the thing, thing is about a Johnny is that he's so good. He said, I, I need to get some Johnny's. Good luck. He's yeah, so he's good against control because you can tap down there. No, they need to destroy land. all their lands. Yeah. And if you can ultimate them, it's obviously game. But and he's actually one of the easier ones to ultimate for some reason. Because oh, no there's always something to tap. Well, there's always something he keeps to tap. Well, that's good, too. You can you can lock down somebody's chalice, too. I mean, it's he's sick. Yep. He's good people. Yeah, he's a great card. It's going to be sad to see him go. Yeah. Well, I knew you were going to say you were going to get them online, but they're just, what, $18? They're really expensive online. They're 18 bucks online, yeah. Paper is a lot easier to get. I might just do that. Yeah. All right. So I think, is there anything else you want to talk about before we get to our winners and losers? No, I was kind of just, uh, I was actually really happy. I think you were, too. I think we talked about this on the phone. Overall. The, the overall, it was, it was a great weekend for Magic because this is what Magic needs. It needs some fresh blood. Shake it needs, up. It needs a shake up and a shake down, whatever it needs. I I I was excited. The, the only thing I don't like is it's just, you know, the, we're we're getting into the six hundred dollar decks. You know, yeah, it's getting kind of scary, and I understand. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, a plane it's standard. It's tournament magic. It's the way it is, but yeah, it's getting it's getting tough. I mean, yeah, no, yeah, I agree. I mean, if you're going to try to be building these decks. Especially with Super Pals or Super Friends or just about any of them. Yeah. I mean, you're going to be spending a boatload, but then again, that's why you're spending so much money because these decks are doing well. It's the way it's always been, but it just seems like it's it's going to another level. But then again, I mean, when you add a Planeswalker, a Planeswalker that is in a deck, in a top-tier deck, is almost worth three times the amount of, like, a creature that's in a top-tier deck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it. They're so good. They're just, yeah, so if you're going to try to build a deck with four different Planeswalkers and there's three of each, you know, you, you're going to spend a lot of money. But overall, we're happy because Jund is not 
prompt that prominent. It's still going to be around, but it, and like you said, it'll adapt, but still, at least there's some good sign here of, yeah, exactly. Up. And Judge, was, is not, Judge is not going to be winning all the time. There was no consistent. It's done. There's it no is. consistent winner. Nope. At all. That's the way it should be. That's what. That's what I love, and that's what I think everybody wants to see. Too. Oh, I would assume. It's not just us. We're not unique there, but I. I would uh, assume. I think everybody wants to be able to sleeve up a few different decks. Of course. All right. Well. It's an interesting. Winners and losers. We're going to try to do this every week. Every week, yeah, gonna pick, it's not gonna be a problem. We're picking basically what? What are we? What are we picking? We're gonna pick our winner of the week, which we think is the card that we thought either did the best, or we'll, we'll explain it. We'll explain why we think it's the but winner. It's, of the it's week. not necessarily a value thing. It's just people start it's playing just, it more. Whatever, whatever. And then then we'll go to losers of the week, and then we'll talk about why we think it's a loser. And I don't know. Do you want to do your winner first? Or do you want me to do my Let me winner do my first? Loser first, because I know what it is. Well, it's the winners. I don't know. Or my do you win- want to do losers first? I don't winner yet. All right. Okay. Well, <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta okay. shift to that and pause. Pause it. All right. Well, no, you do. You do your. Uh, well, my, my loser is Vengevine. All right. Week. Yeah, I, I would agree. Well, because nobody, you didn't see a single one. No, I think it was overhyped. I think obviously. I think it's a card, and value-wise, too, I think it'll go down. It's not going down right now, but I just don't see it. It doesn't have a home yet. I think, like you said, you can build a deck with it. Well, what happened to Abyssal Persecutor when it didn't find a home? Yeah, it went in the toilet. It went from $30 to $11. That's what I, I just don't see Ventvine this... No, I'm just talking about this week. This week, yeah. It'll probably maintain its value through next week. Up, it'll I think it's eventually going to be a good card. I just don't think it's there right it's, now. To me, it seems really conditional. Well, you'd have to build a, a you know real aggressive deck, a lot of creatures, like you were saying. Yeah. And it needs to find a way to abuse it. You know, I thought of like a dredge type deck with it and all that stuff, but it's just not enough guaranteed kill. You know, if you if you have four of them or three in your graveyard. Yeah. Graveyard rather. You so shoot. you're going with salad shooter? You don't like salad it? Salad shooter is my loser of the week. You should get like a cool voiceover. Solid shooter. Loser of the week. So what's step. your loser of the week? Uh, my loser of the week actually is going to be Knight of the Reliquary. Ooh. I'm going there, tough. yeah. Well, you know, and the thing, the reason is, is just because we were discussing Naya is basically dead. Yep. It's done. And I know I know Knight of the Reliquary is getting some play. I mean, we were looking at, he's getting some play in Eldrazi, Conscription decks, Mythic. But the fact that it's half almost half of the decks that were in standard right now competitively were Naya or Jund and then you had blue white control so i mean you're talking about a third of like a third of the decks that were out there yep and it's it's gone i mean Naya's gone i mean like speaking of Vengevine, like uh when Naya was initially trying to adapt to the new format to get the Vengevine into Naya they were taking out Knight of the Reliquary. That was the card that... Which I don't know if I swap. agree with. I, well, I it was night guy. Because they couldn't make it too top-heavy. They couldn't take yeah. out, like, you know, the lower... They couldn't take a Wild in the Coddles or anything. They had to take out something in that range. So they took out the Knight of the Reliquary. And that might be why it's not doing good. My loser could be based on your loser. Your loser might have made my loser. Or your loser could have made mine a loser. Because they would have had a Naya deck with Losers <laughs> holding hands in hell. 
Well, I don't know if Nye is dead forever, but it's obviously. I think it's pretty much toast. I think it's pretty much toast. Because if it ever ended up doing good again, or it, if you, I mean, all you'd have to do is consume the meek, and that's that kills everything in Naya. I love Mono Black Control. <laughs> <laughs> you keep hoping. It'll, just, somebody's going to make it. I have it. I, I'll, make I'm it making right. it tonight. I'm making it in T minus, what, 15 minutes. Yeah, we'll see. So now you want me to give you my winner? I'll give you my winner first. Okay, what's yours? My winner is Gideon. Okay. I, you, my winner is Gideon Jared, sure. just because a lot of a lot of people like that evaluate cards online and, you know, like... Uh, kind of keep stock of the cards or the values of the cards have said he's done. You know, sell them, get rid of them. And a lot of people were saying that. Yeah. And I don't think, I, I, I don't think it's true. I, I, I always thought he was good and I was happy to see after this weekend, he found not only one home, but he found three or four different homes in Dax. Yeah. So, well, he's he's good. I mean, I think he's a foot in their face. He's a foot in their face, no question. He's a foot in their face. Mm-hmm. But he's just really good because. So don't sell him. Don't trade him. Oh, he's really. <laughs> try to get him. Try to keep him. Well, I think the thing I realized too after this weekend watching some of the matches that he's obviously he's a six six creature. Yeah, that's. He's a royal assassin. I think, like we were talking about, man lands are undervalued. They're undervalued, and they're well, they're going to go up now because of because of control decks being so prominent, and. The reason why they're so good is because you can board wipe, you have a creature. Just like Gideon, you can board wipe, you have a creature. Mm-hmm. You have a 6-6 six, six that can't be blocked, even if they do have a creature. I mean, he can be blocked, but you can't. None of the damage dealt to Gideon is going to kill him. Yeah. Unless you terminate him or whatever. He can still die, but not quite. He can still die. die. It's a risky move attacking with him. Yeah. you got to be pretty careful. But But he's also a built-in fog. Which I don't he's, think people realize, because yeah. if you it. send everybody to attack him, yeah, you're not taking any damage. Have Eighty creatures out, and they could be a two life. You'd have one creature. You can just boom. Here you go. I can do a lethal. So he's know. obviously already got a home. He's going to continue to get homes. And there's actually the. Don't aren't you working on like a masterpiece with him and? Oh, I talked about it last yeah. week. I've actually been talking about that deck, and it actually it's funny because it got an article written on TCG Player, sure. which is basically. It you know it's nothing new. I'm I'm not gonna take credit as inventing the deck. Sure, I, I, I don't take credit. You. I will take some credit for for invent for inventing it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean it's just it's just a total Timmy deck. I mean you know it's a weird Timmy deck. And we're talking about Azul, Tyrant of Cliffs, and yeah. Gideon. Gideon, and then attack. Yeah. It's it's yep. it's a red white control deck. It's about as close as you can get to red-white control. You haven't and, tested it yet, so it could be better than we think. Uh, no, I've, I've tested it with the, on Apprentice and things like that. Oh, that's right. We played one game, and I think I slaughtered you with Polymorph, but that's yeah. Well, all you did was play a bunch of walls. And yeah. <laughs> I think I, that's how I mana flood, too. Well, I think you got to tweak it a lot. but No, I've been tweaking it, but I, I was looking at his version, and his version is a little bit different than mine, and uh, I don't know. I... The guy got flamed. I mean, but that's because he said something about... Hobbies, John about uh, Yeah, he said something about it just destroying... I mean, anytime you, you make up a kind of like a rogue deck, and I don't even think he made it up. I kind of said something like, you know, I saw this deck before, and this this guy actually made it. <laughs> I don't even... Th- you can try... Actually, try going to the article. I think they pulled it down. 
They pulled the article down? Yeah, I couldn't no get way. Check it out. Which what was it called? Just keep going. It's at the bottom. There it is. Burning the country. Kazool Control. Yeah, they didn't take it down. It's right here. Is it? Oh, well, there it is. Oh, okay. This wasn't a real, this is more of a forum post. This is just some somebody that, yeah, it's, it's not like a professional player or anything. But he just got into trouble because he, because, and, and it sounds like he play tested it. Well, maybe he tested it against Judd, and maybe he beat Judd. I mean, he's got walls in it. Yeah, I mean, he's got his results, but basically what it boiled down to is you get a lot of trolls on TCG Player too. that... See, I think people got to stop flaming new decks. Yeah, they got I remember, like, we were talking about Conley well, Woods earlier. People yeah, but their, their argument is that, is that he didn't, he, he was kind of posting, like, false results because he didn't play test it enough or whatever, but... Well, but yeah, I agree. You only play tested. I mean, the data is the data. So if you play tested three times, says it. He says you beat John three times, and I, you beat John three I, times. I think he might have said something that was a little bit cocky, or a little bit arrogant, as far as like you know, it owns this, or with this card, this card hoses John. Or he said something stupid. So he did say something stupid. Yeah, I just but, think but people these are guys a little are all, quick. They're all over him. Little they, quick I mean, to jump so on people. Yeah, I mean, it's exactly. like you know, there's never going to be a new deck unless somebody. Makes articles like this. Exactly. And this, yeah, see, that's the thing. He wasn't running Rage Nimbus, and I run those main deck. So, I mean, yeah, he obviously didn't think of it. I mean, not, he's not going to think of everything, but... I mean, obviously, the deck's probably not going to be super good, but... I don't think it'll be that. I don't think it'll be... He tested it, and it did okay. And the one thing that I did get from him is I, I am going to run my uh, Baneslayer, my Baneslayers, yeah. just because that's I... Way, that's out of the box. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, uh, I wanted to... I, Really did kind of want to go more, just focus on the combo, but you're gonna to have to have something else. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. That's a cool deck. Am I supposed to give my winner yet? Still. Your winner. Yeah. You never did give your winner. Is uh, it Kazool, Tyrant of the Cliffs? It was either gonna be Kazool or Mana Barbs, and I couldn't figure out. No. I'm I just think Mana Barbs. Good. <laughs> is it Polymorph? No. My winner is Spreading Seas. Your winner of the week? Yeah, because Spreading Seas went from. Just kind of a niche, you know, card to this week. Oh, yeah, everybody's yeah. running it. As, yeah, as, I think you were ahead of the curve on that because you always played the cards. So. I love it, but it's pretty much taken over for treasure hunt and even. I, there I was a few decks that ran. Remember that there was a few decks well, that nice. ran treasure dent. Treasure dent. <laughs> you talking about treasure vent or treasure dent? Treasure dent. So like a like a treasure chest falls on a car or something. Is that like a treasure dent? Treasure dent gum. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no. What were we saying? Treasure Hunt. Treasure Hunt. <laughs> but anyway, Spreading Seas is like the new staple draw card draw now. I mean, I, I saw a pu- staple card draw. What but I it, saw it was pretty it much does, everything. Even Grixis is in it. It does many different things for you because it's gonna hold. You're gonna hose John. one of their lands. <laughs> well, even if you're playing another Grixis control, I mean, if you if you get the Crumbling Necropolis, if you get, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, or a Manland. Yeah, I mean it. Still, they can use it, but it does take away the two other lands. That you, so, I mean, it, it's an effective card. It's not as effective as people might think as land destruction, because it's still you can still use it as colorless. Yeah. You don't want to build a deck around it destroying lands. Oops. We'll talk yeah. about that Well, yeah, you, yeah, you can talk about <laughs> your new hot deck, but... but I mean, and you know, because you've played Spread them before, and it, it you always ran into that problem. But the thing that's really good about it is the card draw. Well, I mean, Spread them was the problem. With spread them was that it, it just depended if they had the, if they had the you know six of them in their hand, you know, the convincing mirage, three convincing mirage, three yeah, season they could they could win. 
Well, I remember. Half I, the time they would just play one or two, and then they didn't do anything else. And you would just. I didn't. Them. I don't know. Like I used. To, I ran that uh, an Enchantress deck, the Sigil of the Empty Throne and stuff for a while, and the Luminarch Ascensions. And I remember I was gonna like just kind of do something different. So I took. Uh, I took the Convincing Mirage, the Arden Please, the. Stormcaller's Boon and uh, Spreading Seas, and I did the version that version of it. And I I remember I being way more disappointed in the blue white version than I was in the uh, the mono white, just because yeah okay I could draw more, I cascaded into into enchantments and stuff, but I liked the just the control aspect a lot better than the uh, the spread them. It just didn't holding their it didn't really hold their lands as bad as you would think. Yeah. That makes sense. But it's your winner. I think it's... I think it's great. That's a good pick. I mean, I think everybody's running it now. Like, all of a sudden. So, that's a winner. A lot of, yeah, blue players. The blue... It was in... It was in Grixis. Yeah. It was in Jund. I will... I will wait for the winner you picked that isn't a blue card. (laughs) It might be a winner. And you're going to have to be waiting for me to pick a blue card to win. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's, that's what makes the show so great. Is our dynamic? It is. It does make it great. I'm gonna make it. <laughs> no question. are gonna agree. We're gonna get lots of comments that we can read about that. About what? Actually, I got a challenge. Oh boy. For any listeners, because I've been working. I don't know. I've been talking about this. <laughs> I really want to make a red, white, and black. Thing. Oh gosh. I want. I want to make a good red, white, okay. and black. So, what do you want it to do? I don't to win. Okay, so you don't care if they just throw. I don't care. What deck? It, I don't care. You can you can make a deck that's just all board sweep, like consume to make day judgment deck. and volcanic fallout. So bad. Just make it. Yeah, that that'd be retarded. So is this like an official challenge then to our listeners? To our listener, yeah. Make a red, white, and black deck. Make standard. Standard, of and course. And you don't care. Is this? A, I I just want to. I because I've been trying to work on it myself. And I've had, I'm having a hard time because I don't. It's such an odd. It's such Why an are you working on this for? Because I don't see those colors ever. Yeah, well, I, I want to be recent. They all have such good cards. They all have great cards. Can I can I try to make one too? Like I think I should try to make one too. You think you can? No, but I'll try. I mean, yeah, you can try. I, you know, I love a challenge. All right. Do you have any challenge for me or the listeners? Yes, make a red, white, and black deck. Saying, "Well, we'll do right. one challenge a week." One challenge. All right, you can get me next week then. I'll hit you up next. Well, you might as well try making one too, just it, because it'd be fun to compare it against what other people make. Yeah, that would be true. So that would be true. No planeswalkers. I'm just kidding. What? I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, oh. All right, so I guess we'll we'll, we'll reiterate that at the end, but in the I, you know we'll, I don't know. We'll see in the comments. Is, is there any? Yeah, yeah. We'll just deck list in the comments. Okay. Sure. There you go, people. Get on is it. Is there any split? I know there's split red and white cards, and there's split black and white. There's a couple black and white. Oh Maybe yeah. It's multicolored. Yeah, sure. So yeah. Ah. That might be something to consider for sure. It's gonna be quite a project. It's gonna be quite and the who does winner get? We just mentioned their name on here. Yeah, we'll mention their name. That's we'll, we'll mention their address and their phone number. <laughs> number. That's a prize. That's a it's the prize of a lifetime. Okay. We'll go over that again at the end, though. We'll give them a that's a cool. Uh, that's high cool. Five. Our first little mini contest. And if we don't get anybody to respond, should we just pretend like 
Like the if commas got get... wiped out or something. <laughs> <laughs> we don't get any responses. We we'll make money bags and splat make one too. That way we'll look cooler than we are. Yeah. Okay. So well, we would get some comments. Red, white, and black contest. Um, speaking of comments, it's a good segue. Yeah. I'm gonna read these. Uh, I can let you read them because you want you're excited about this. We've got a couple comments. Want me to read them? Well, you can look at them on. All right, we got some comments on our uh, on the screen on our third creepcast, indestructible okay. baby. That one. So. Uh, oh yeah, you're right. We got two. Andrew. Andrew says, "I think you're undervaluing gelatinous Genesis. Take your first pick and eight casting cost Eldrazi for one more mana. You could have double the power and toughness with four four fours." And he's talking about. Uh, my draft pick from the pre-release. Okay, uh, you had it in your opening I, pack. I had it in my opening pack, and I, and I dead. topped it. I I picked the uh, Crusher, Ulamog Crusher. Okay, sure. So what do you? And, and looking back on it, I'll, you know, I'm sticking with it. Really? Because Crusher's th- pretty good. Crusher's pretty good, and um, and I know the thing that the one thing that he does bring up that I didn't think about is that with Gelatinous Genesis, it's only one green. And then XX. So you don't have to really run a heavy green deck. Okay. So, I mean, he, I did undervalue it in that aspect. He's right. But having four, four, fours is nice. But if, if I got an, an eight casting cost, a, a crusher out that says, what, what is he in? Eight, eight. Is he an eight, eight? Annihilator something. Yeah. Well, my, my point was going to be the Annihilator. Yeah, the Annihilator. Yeah. So he's going to kill two of those four fours, maybe. I mean, you're probably going to sack lands or whatever. But I just... And, and well, you could kill him with the... To be honest, I just wanted to play. It was it was my first pre-release. Sure. It was the first pack I opened. Yeah. So I wanted to get my hands on one of the Eldrazi. Yeah, I mean, I think... I, I had to... I, I don't had know to. if I would take it as an automatic first pick. I can definitely see his argument that it is... Yeah, I think It's actually a pretty good card. He's probably... He's, he's, I mean, in retrospect, he's he's so he's right, you know. But, yeah, I don't know. There you the, go. The deck that I built actually I did pretty well because it, because of the the Umog Crusher. Oh. And he was the only he was the only one I got. Well, did you even run green? No. Oh well. Then maybe. Oh no, actually I did. Oh, I ran yeah. green and white. You're not going to lie. White, so You're I not going to lie to Andrew then. Okay. Nope. Nope. That would have held. I mean, it's a card, and you know what? I could have sold it too. After. I sold that card for forty cents. It's true. That's true. So, so I'll I'll, uh, I'll respectfully disagree with Andrew, but I, I, think can, he's, I, I can see the point. And then next, what's the next comment? Next is uh, MNC <laughs> says uh, let me tide that. means evening because uh, we were we were talking about evening e- morning tide, and then we're talking yeah. about even tide should have been evening tide. Well, I no. I, the funny thing even. is too is that I just I just messed up on saying even tide. I just said even in even sure. even in tide. What is he saying? Is he saying that even tide does mean evening? I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, is that what it I, means? I I guess it does. So if we say it's even tide, it's like have a good even tide. That means have a good evening. Good even tide to you, sir. You have a good even tide. Good even tide to prehemensi. <laughs> so I mean, it, obviously he knows what he's talking about. He needs a prehemensi. So he, pre-immense. so whatever he got. He, Why don't right. I want Preemens to comment again and tell me what his name is supposed to mean? Yeah, that'd be interesting. Preemensi. It's before Hemensi. <laughs> so basically, so we were wrong. Right. He's right. Okay. Yep. There you go. 
We're getting some. Uh, Do you have another comment? We got one more. One more. And this one actually, this this guy, uh, Jack Fish. Jack Fish. It's one. Jack Fish. It's one word though. Jack Fish. There you okay. go. Jack Fish uh, <laughs> commenting on our on our number four Creepcast, and he's uh, basically we were kind of trying to figure out what put Mythic Bands. After World Wake, all of a sudden you started seeing a lot of mythic band decks. Yeah. And we were trying to figure out what was we it were that so got complex, weren't we? Like what is it that got it into uh into into the top eights in the top, you know. Sure. What was it? And he basically answered Mythic Band got uh Manlands from World Wake to push it into tier one. And that's he's absolutely right, because yeah. right at right after the podcast, you know, I, I I got home and I was like, Well what? I gotta look that up. And it was it was just Celestial Colonnade. Cool. And, uh, that's about it. He's right. Good job, Jackfish. Jackfish's got her back. Jackfish is the man. Yeah, we got some. Uh, so you guys want to leave comments? You can go to mtgcast.com. Yep, we'll be reading them all. And you can just search for the Creepcast in their search bar, and then just comment on the appropriate podcast, obviously. Or else you can go to thepowercreeps.wordpress.com and you can comment there. And yeah. we will read them on the air. So, and if you don't want us to for some reason, then I guess you can put "don't read on the air," but. I don't think they're going to care. That's like, <laughs> I don't think they're care. They may not want to, you know, Jackfish may not want to be too famous now. I mean, everyone's going to know who he is. <laughs> yeah. So I can understand. Yeah, it's true. He's so we'll re- and we'll read them and it's we love it. So please do it. Yeah, this is why we do it. This is why we do it. Oh, we do it for the feedback. Exactly. And to be rich. <laughs> We're going to be rich. All right. So that's pretty much it for this week. Now. Before we left, I just wanted to say that we're going to be playing a Magic Island, and they were really excited. Cause yeah, the, it's basically... Eldrazi's all right now, actually. It's just going to be more the same, as far as the pre-release and everything else. Everything that Paper Magic went through two weeks ago, three weeks yeah. ago. So it's nothing so really what we, new. What are we going to do? We're going to do a sealed, right? Just yeah, I think I'll probably do a sealed. And then we're going to try to build our decks. And then I'm going to hit the auction room and haggle for cards that I need. Sure. And that'll probably take the majority of the night. And you need Tyrant Eclipse? No, you need... Uh, no, I don't need... I already got him. Oh, you already got Tyrant Eclipse. He's not even Rise. I, you know, I, what I really want to focus on, I think, tonight, is uh, getting the cards I need for my Mono White deck, which is just a... It's going to be a touched-up version of my uh, Sky Ruin deck. Sure. Especially after seeing it, that, it, that it's been t- it top... What, a top-aided? Yeah. That makes me even want to do it more. Well, and, then, and then I really want to do this Mono Black deck. Mono Black nice. Control. Give it a shot. I want to do it. I don't even know where I'm going, what direction I'm going yet. Yeah, you need to figure that out. Oh, I will. I'm, you got a responsibility to listeners. I will. I have, you no have f- your own podcast. Well, I might do red, white, <laughs> red, white, black, like you were saying. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> I don't know if we're, I mean, that's going to be such a good deck. I, I, I hope a couple people at least do a deck because it would be really cool to see. I want to see. And if you guys can make a good one, we'll try it. We can build it online and we'll play it. And then it'll be called, like, we'll call it, like, the Jackfish deck or, you know, whoever builds it. Maybe that'll be the name of the deck. That'll be the. Well, what if their name is something completely, uh. Like pre or whatever? No, it was just something that, like, you know. No inappropriate names. (laughs) I think it'd be funny. It would be kind of funny. It would be funny. What if someone's. It could be inappropriate, and then we'll just kind of, like, make an abbreviation, or we can just, like, boop, and, like, bleep ourselves. I hope the guy that wins is his name is This Deck Sucks. That'd be the best name for a deck. This Deck Sucks. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be ironic. Slaughtering him with my red, white, black deck. So that's the last (laughs) thing I want to say. Make a red, white, black standard deck. Post a deck list. Just doesn't have to be fancy. Just real quick deck list in the comments. 
mtgcast.com. Mm-hmm. What's, what's our other website? Powercreeds.net. <laughs> you don't even know still. Go, go, go. I don't know it. Dot don't go. You're in charge of that. Yes, I, I am. I'm the celebrity. Powercreeds.wordpress.com. Go leave comments. Go, go leave your red, white, and black decks. Yep, and leave comments. I mean, do you disagree? Do you agree? Is Nia dead? I don't know. We think so. Maybe, maybe you got something, something up your sleeve. <laughs> something up your sleeve. What do you think about the PTQ results? You know, just let us know. Exactly. So that's really about it. Uh, we'll be back. We'll probably record next Thursday. I'm thinking. Really? Yeah. You decide, huh? Well. <laughs> yes. I guess I do. And then we'll, by by Thursday we'll have. That'll be the deadline for a little mini contest. So, we'll, yeah. we'll actually talk about the red, white, and black deck. Yeah, yeah, we record pretty pretty early in the day too. So, and then we'll have some results of our decks too. We'll finally get to play test our decks. In the Hopefully, world. I don't know if if we don't get all these cards, we'll get. they come out. They're for sale on Monday, right? Yeah. So then you can just go buy packs and go. We'll have everything tonight that we want. Uh, yeah, you will because you don't even have a deck you want to make. <laughs> I got like five decks that well, I'm making. You'll you'll see. We'll be all right. So that is it. Oh yeah, we got money bags. Money bags coming. Money bags gonna start playing some Magic uh, online, isn't he? Yeah, we we talk him into it. Be busting his cherry all over it. So any shoutouts? Besides what you just did, but did you say did you just say busting his cherry all over it? Yeah. We're gonna be busting it. Well, shout out to Moneybags and Splat, of course. And yeah. I forgot to say that we love magic. And magic, magic. loves us, yeah. Yeah, and that's all right. Is that kind of like if you made a t-shirt that had power creeps on it? Uh, I kind of like the old one where the power creeps were jerky. Well, no, that's, that's a great explanation of our that's name. A good, that's a good description of yeah. that. But, you know, I think we need to be more creepish, too. Uh, who's, who Maybe we can talk about... Uh, Next week, we can talk about the environment, because I've been complaining about this a lot, too. Oh, boy. About the uh, the current standard environment as far as oh, uh, think, reviewers and I writers. I thought you were talking about the environment, like like greenhouse gases and stuff. Oh. I was about to hit the stop. No, button. I like that stuff. Okay, good. You, I like, I mean, like styrofoam containers. Those, yeah, those are the best. Like at McDonald's. I plant those. Oh, but those are so awesome. Like, I love those styrofoam containers. Like, yeah. getting a Big Mac in a styrofoam container. If, made it. For the people it. that remember those, there's nothing better. There's nothing better. They should bring those back. But anyway, that's... They should have a chainsaw in every Happy Meal. <laughs> <laughs> Just so kids can... So that's not, that's not the environment you were talking about. You are talking about the standard environment. I, you know, I was mainly just talking about a lot of... Well, basically a lot, because I, I, I'm all over... and. You, and any of the listeners can probably find me. I'm Spooky Pants. I'm on TCG. I'm like on every site basically. I, I write comments. I, I'm out there. So it's not like I'm just just doing the podcast thing. Yeah. But um. What's your Twitter? I don't have a Twitter. Oh. You're in charge of that. <laughs> You're in charge of that. You're in charge of our Facebook or whatever, whatever. But okay. When it comes to the forums, I like. You're I, all, actually, I'm all over because. Because I like to read the, the stuff. I like to keep up to date. And sure. I always have before the even even before the podcast. So, uh, but I, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of articles that have been written lately that I not a big fan of. And I, I you know I don't want to go in depth on any of the articles maybe, but that's something we can talk about next week. Well, next week you want to talk about you're talking about more like the the people that are the community right now. 
the community, the pros, and you know, it's not Patrick Chapman. I know I said some, I said some about him what two podcasts ago that he was what his that he didn't like his Facebook or something. But Patrick Chapman does a lot of things that that are good for the environment, like magic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I I actually have a lot of respect for him. Sure. And Conley Woods and people that are making new decks. We don't really have a problem with the pros. Our problem is more the middle guys. The middle guys that are that are they're they're just kind of like on the coattails. We'll, we'll talk about it next week. Yeah. We don't want to you know bust our nut right now. No, it's we're good not stuff gonna, for next week. Save our load. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anything else? Anything else you want to talk about? Um. What is art? Oh, jeez. <laughs> I want to thank everybody for listening. Remember to get your red, white, and black decks made and posted so we can talk about red those. White. And that is it. We yeah, are the come up with oh. some kind of combos with it because I, you know. Thanks for interrupting. But uh, yes, combos are good. Some kind of tricky combo. We are the Power Creeps. And we are a podcast. Hedge the Gathering podcast. Thank you for listening. America.